Lit words affect, effect, and infect our lives. They have the power to create a threefold movement of change that we've determined or termed a triple effect transformation. The word of God is living and it's active. In this podcast, we share lit words from the Bible that have the power to activate and change your life. They're short, inspirational verses and lessons with applications that, if applied, have the power to energize your life and bring transformation to you and the community that surrounds you. Let's jump into today's lit word. These words are meant to light you up. And in doing so, I, I often struggle as a communicator because I, I want to teach I want to explain and give you the depth of understanding of what is actually happening behind these scriptures, and yet at the same time, I want to motivate you. I want to get you to actually hear and experience and, and allow this word to penetrate into the deepest places of your heart, the deepest places of your mind, because that's where transformation is actually found. Today, I'm calling this podcast Actual Believer. There's a difference between an actual believer and an intellectual believer, which is one who is a believer in mind, one who thinks belief, but not one who acts like a believer. So the verse is found in the book of Galatians chapter 3, verse 5. It says, does he, the he being God, does he then Who provides you with the Spirit and works miracles among you? Does he do it by works of the law or by hearing with faith? The answer to this question is hearing with faith. I'm going to sum up pretty much the book of Galatians for you, the, the six chapters in this book. It talks about hearing with faith a lot because these particular believers that Paul, the author of this book, was writing to, he was writing because they were trying to work their way to heaven. They were trying to, in their own efforts, achieve, if you could, the heavenly status here on earth and to good their way or to work or to follow the rules and the laws and the regulations in order to get to heaven. And it's very clear throughout this book, and I strongly encourage you Do not take my word for this. Read the word yourself. Read the word yourself. Become a student of the word. You don't have to be the smartest person in the world. The spirit himself can actually give you the understanding so that you can extract the goodness from the word. Read it yourself. Don't just listen to devotionals. Don't just listen to podcasts. Get into the word for yourself. The book of Galatians has so many great things to say, but we do need people to help give or shed light and instruct. It saves us tons of time trying to decipher and all of that. So um, what I do want to tell you is that this book It is specifically chapter three. It's starting to swing into the direction of saying, you know what? It's not your work. It's not your your rituals that you're going to follow. It's not your customs. It's not your traditions. It's none of that. What it is, is it's faith that actually brings about righteousness. Faith brings about righteousness. And it's beautiful because in the Greek text, when you actually look into the Greek words, faith is word number 4102. Belief is word 4101, and believer is 4103, meaning 
all three of these words, belief, faith, and believer, they're all closely tied together. Very closely tied together. And the Greek word 2198 is the word for live. And that means that in order to be an actual believer, you've got to live this stuff out. You've got to act this stuff out. So that's the, the, the idea that's being expressed here. But I want to really try to get you to drop into Galatians chapter 3, verse 5. What it's saying, and I'm going to read it one more time and then break it down again. Does he, meaning God, then he's the one who provides you with the Spirit and he works miracles among you. Does he do it by the law or by hearing with faith? And again, the answer is it's hearing with faith. It's not the law. But here's the beauty of this. Catch this. He provides you with the Spirit. You're provided for. You're provided for with the Spirit. Not a little Spirit, not a barely active Spirit, but a Spirit that is able to magnificently change everything in an instant in your life. In an instant, this Spirit has the power and He works miracles. A miracle is something that you could not do on your own. In fact, mainly a miracle should be thought of as something that is divinely orchestrated, something that is out of this world. It's an out of this world factor that enters into this world and then changes the dynamic of the situation. It's a miracle when somebody who is sick is made well. It's a miracle when somebody who can't speak is then able to. It's a miracle when somebody who's addicted and bound and enslaved to drugs and alcohol and sex and all the different lusts of this world is freed from those things and not bound to those things. That's a miracle. I'm a miracle. I'm a miracle because the spirit who was provided to me magnificently worked in my life, transformed my mind, transformed not only my mind, but my actions. Made me new. It's a miracle. So he's the one who provides the spirit and works miracles among you. Does he do it? By the law, by your works, or does he do it by hearing with faith? And the answer is hearing with faith. So we're supposed to be actual believers, not just intellectual believers. And belief is applied through active faith. See, let's even just look at the word act, jewel. So actual means real. It means it's an actual thing. But to be actual means you have to, let's take the root of this word, act. You have to act to be an actual believer. In order to not just intellectually believe, which is word 4101, just to believe, you have to apply faith, which is this verb, this action word. You have to apply it in order to become a 4103, which is an actual believer. So belief by itself, apart from faith, is only intellectual and it is not actual. We're supposed to not just be intellectual. We're supposed to activate and be actual believers. That means we live it out. And we live it out not by following the rules and the laws and all the different things that are, that are you know, 
written down. That's not what it is. What we live out is we live it with a hearing, a listening, and a tuning. Because what God has provided is he's provided a spirit, a very alive spirit, his spirit, that spirit that works miracles among you, he's provided that to you, not on the outside, but on the inside of you. In the very depth of your being, he has dropped, he's planted, he's, he's imparted his spirit to you. And that makes you a believer. But the action, the faith, the stepping out, the pressing in, the listening, the applying, the moving, the, the changing, the shaping, the allowing of that spirit to do great things inside of you, that's what makes you an actual believer rather than an intellectual believer. That's what transforms you from being somebody who hears and has faith rather than somebody who looks at rules and regulations that says, I will not drink, I will not cuss, I will not do this, and I will not do that. Because I am a believer. No, you're an intellectualist who's seeking to do things on your own. That's not belief. That's described in Galatians. The belief described in Galatians is one where we hear the prompting, the nudge, the voice, the whisper, the inclination, the call of faith. It's something that says, you know what? I've got to apply. I've got to be grateful. I've got to enact See, belief is, a, is applied through active faith, which makes the person applying the faith a faithful one or a believer. A believer is not one intellectually, but actually. To be an actual believer means you act in faith and activate the spirit to work actively among you. That's what we need to be doing. So I believe that the Spirit would just be simply posing questions to you and I today, questions that would challenge our faith, challenge our belief. What kind of believer are you? Are you an intellectual believer or are you an actual believer? Does your life look like it? And how should your life change to actively engage the Spirit today, today? Don't let these words beat you up because... If you hear words like this and you're like, wow, I am just, I am no good. I I just am not a good believer at all. I'm a bad believer, bad believer. You know what? That's not God. That is your self-incrimination. And you know what needs to happen, though, is you do need to learn to judge and be critical of yourself to a degree that doesn't condemn, but to a a degree that actually motivates and propels you toward where God is calling you to go. It, you know, to sit back and sometimes if, if somebody is, is knowing, you know what, I need to get in shape. I physically need to get in shape. But you don't. You just sit there. You keep sucking down the sodas, pounding the chips, doing all the cake eating and the cookie cutting and all the different things that you know you shouldn't do when you never get up and actually do something. Yeah, sometimes you need to kick your own ass. That needs to happen. Sometimes you need a swift kick in the butt that says, you know what? I'm not going to just stay in this zone. I'm going to be active. I'm going to do something. Yeah, I don't really want to, but I'm going to get up and I'm going to get motivated and I'm going to make this happen. 
See, if you have believed intellectually and you've invited and you've said, you know what? I actually believe that there's a God in heaven who's rescued me through the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe that and I've accepted that. And so therefore I have a seed inside. I've invited that to happen, but I've not taken active steps to do something about it. Then you need to wake up. You need to shift. You need to change. You need to step up. You need to start moving forward. Well, how do I do it? Well, how do you get your butt off the couch? You just get your butt off the couch. That's how you do it. Get up. Get going. Cry out. Read the passages. Read the scriptures. Don't say you're a believer if you don't know what it says. You have to activate. You have to call it on. You have to stir it up. You've got to fan the flame. You might have a little flicker. You might have just a little tiny red hot coal. That coal may be starting to go out. You need to apply some oxygen. You need to get it moving. You need to throw fuel on the fire. You've got to get this bad boy burning. Otherwise, you are. You're a lazy believer not an actual believer. You're an inactive believer. And that's not what you're called to be. What you're called to be is a bright, burning, shining star so that all those who come in contact with you will see who you are, see what it is that's burning inside of you, and they'll go, wow, you know what? There's something really great going on there, something that I want because you are called to be contagious, You're not called to be lazy. You're called to be contagious. You're called to be an actual believer. Today, what I plan on doing about this particular word that I've heard is today I plan on living like an actual believer. I plan on drawing near to the spirit intimately, inwardly, personally, and doing so, I'm not going to limit the spirit intellectually. I'm not just going to keep him contained in my mind. And I'm going to allow him to work powerfully within me. That's what I'm going to allow him to do. I'm grateful that the Spirit has been provided in abundant supply. He's been provided to you. Jesus provides the Spirit to us through what he did. And so now we have to activate that Spirit. So I'm praying for the believer right now. I'm praying for the believer that has been stuck in lethargic behavior, which is basically doing nothing and sitting still. And I'm praying that that will change, that will shift. So if you're in that place where you're ready to change or shift or to get active, then receive this prayer right now. God, you abide within, you live within, you make our our house, this tent, this body, your home. And so, God, may we not live lethargically without having your spirit lit up within us. It needs to be burning bright. And so I pray, God, today that you would show us how to stoke the fire, show us how to press in, show us how to put little bits of fuel, show us how to, to increase your activity in our lives, show us how to be actual believers. God, I pray for the one who's struggling with condemnation or guilt or shame or doubt that it would be lifted off right now and that what would be experienced right now is a fresh wind. That fresh wind brings a new flame. It brings a new burning sensation. It brings something that's lit. 
I pray that this particular believer that's listening to these words would become actual and would become lit right now. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Spirit, stoke the fire. If you agree with that, I don't care where you are, say amen. Amen. I mean, so be it. I'm so grateful. You know, gratitude is very important in these sessions by saying what it is that I'm grateful for. Gratitude completely transforms our attitude. It sets our eyes on the things that we actually should be thanking God for. And what I'm thankful for today is that the Spirit of God is provided to me and to you in an abundant supply. Everything we need, he's provided it. Let's go back to these questions. Take these questions. Stir, stew, think, talk. Talk to a crew member about these questions. What kind of believer are you? Get real about that. Are you an intellectual believer or an actual believer? Does your life look like it? And how should your life change to actively engage the spirit today?